0: Hey guys, it's Friday night and or Saturday morning. I am Gary and Thorne. I am wearing a hat because I do not want to fix my hair. So you know what time it is and you know what we are doing. This is Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks on the Mayo Media Network. And we are breaking down everything you need to know for Saturday, April 24th in the six game featured slate on DraftKings, which kicks off at 7pm. There is also an afternoon slate. We won't touch on that specifically for DFS purposes, but I do have some prize picks to talk about in that early slate, so why don't we start right there with prize picks? As you guys know, I mean, I doubt there's someone out there who hasn't signed up at this point, but let's just do this for posterity. If you have not signed up over at prizepicks.com, use the promo code MMNMLB to get your first deposit matched up to $100. Alright, now that we have that out of the way, let us talk some prize picks. Um, this one's interesting. I It's, it's one I really want to talk about. So Whit Merrifield, his over-under on Saturday, 8.5 fantasy points. There's a couple different ways you can attack this, but I do want to say right off the top, generally speaking, I am not a BVP guy. I'm not going to be the analyst who sits here and tells you so-and-so has two home runs and a double in his seven plate appearances against so-and-so a pitcher. That's just not who I am. I I don't really like BVP. However, there are particular cases where the sample size just gets a little too big to ignore. And Whit Merrifield has been hanging out in the American League Central for a really long time. Matthew Boyd has been pitching for the Detroit Tigers for the better part of a half-decade. These two people have seen a lot of each other. And to say it is a one-sided matchup would be an understatement. Coming into Saturday's contest, Whit Merrifield is 25 for 48 in his career against Matthew Boyd. He is hitting over 500 in a 48 at-bat sample size. Even if you're someone like me that doesn't respect BVP, that's going to raise some eyebrows. That's going to get your attention. And look, it also makes sense. This isn't one of those BVP statistics where I can't figure out why it's happening. Whit Merrifield has always been an incredible, incredible bat when he gets the opportunity to face left-handed pitching even just the start of 2021, as an example. He's got 27 plate appearances against left-handed pitching so far in April. He's got a 209 WRC plus within that span. So he hits lefties anyway. It's not all that surprising that he hits Matthew Boyd really, really well. And Boyd's pitched all right to start this season. I don't want to take that away from him, but I like this matchup a lot with Merrifield leading off. I think he probably gets five plate appearances in total in this game, even if two or three are against Boyd. Right now, Detroit, they have a 6.64 ERA in that bullpen. That's the highest in all of baseball. So either he gets Matthew Boyd, who he's hit well for the entirety of his career, or he gets a Detroit bullpen, which is probably, statistically, the worst in baseball. So over 8.5 fantasy points for Whit Merrifield. I like the under on Kyle Lewis tomorrow against Nate Ivaldi. Lewis is... A guy I really like. Uh, this is more of just a play where I'm banking on him really not being up to game speed as of yet. Had two rough games to start coming off the IL. Did pick up two hits in Friday's loss, 6-5 loss to the Red Sox. So maybe he's starting to shake off the rust a little bit, but this is a really tough matchup against Eovaldi. Uh Six fantasy points is the over-under for Kyle Lewis. As I said, I will take the under mostly because Eovaldi has been amazing so far this season. It's just four starts, but you do have to remember he was really good in 2020 as well, the lone bright spot in that Red Sox rotation. But you're talking about someone who comes into tomorrow's slate with a 0.243 expected WOBA. Among the pitchers, there's about 85 pitchers who have at least 50 balls in play so far this season. So Corbin Burns doesn't really count because no one makes enough contact. So just keep that in mind. But Eovaldi, the fifth lowest qualified expected Woba at 243. The only four pitchers who have been better than him so far. And one of these guys is probably going to fall below Eovaldi because Glasnow had a rough start on Friday. But it's Glasnow, Cole, Bauer, and Woodruff. That's the class of pitcher that Eovaldi's in right now. So right on right matchup. Eovaldi's pitching great. Lewis still a little rusty. Hasn't looked amazing since coming off the IL. I'm just going to take the under there for six fantasy points. So that's who I like on prize picks. As I mentioned, though, we are going to be mostly focusing on the main 7 p.m. slate for Saturday. It is a six-gamer, and it gets going, as I mentioned, at 7:10 exactly, if we want to be specific. Uh, some really nice high-end pitchers. On this particular slate, you've got Trevor Bauer going up against the Padres. He's $11,000. Blake Snell in that same game is $9,400. Aaron Nola in Colorado is $8,800. I'm not necessarily even saying you have to play any of these guys. As we'll get to in a second, there's a lot of mid-tier and value pitchers I like on this slate, even though it's a relatively uh, shallow slate in terms of games. But 11K for Bauer is just a lot against a Padres team that is in the lower third of the league in strikeout rate. Uh, You know, at one point this week had the lowest swinging strike rate in all of baseball. That still might be the case. Uh, But they are not a team that strike out a lot. And Bauer, he's a strikeout pitcher. He's going to still get his strikeouts. But you're probably not going to see, like, 12. You're you're not going to see double digits from Bauer more likely than not. And also, you know, Fernando Tatis Jr. is looking a lot better. Uh, He's now a week removed from coming off the IL. This lineup is full. Like, this is one of the best lineups in baseball, so it's not a great matchup. And $11,000 is just a lot of money. Like, think about it. We had a Friday slate, 14-gamer, and Jacob deGrom was 10-9. I know it's different circumstances, obviously, but if DeGrom's 10-9, why is Trevor Bauer 11K? Like, I I can't remember seeing a pitcher at 11K so far this season, so I'm not going to invest in Trevor Bauer. Not really all that interested in Snell either, against the Dodgers. Nola is kind of interesting at 8-8. It's really cheap, uh, considering there's those two guys uh, who are proven uh, former Cy Young Award winners above him. Uh, Maybe he won't be all that popular because it is Coors Field, and you kind of have to dip your toe in that water a little bit, but He's been amazing so far this season, 1.96 FIP. He's got a 9.33 strikeout to walk ratio, and he's had two career starts in Coors. Hasn't necessarily been the prettiest park for him in the world. He's given up a couple runs, but has 16 strikeouts in those 12 and two-thirds innings. So his breaking stuff doesn't seem to be all that affected by the altitude. So as a variance play in a GPP, I have no problem playing Aaron Nola. But as I mentioned, there's starters that are cheaper that I like. And let's start with Kevin Gosman. 12.8% swinging strike rate, 3.37 FIP coming into tomorrow's start. He's had four outings so far in 2021. He's $7,600, so very affordable. In this matchup against Miami, that is really the selling point here. Not only have the Marlins been ice cold at the plate uh, the past week. In fact, coming into Friday, across the last seven days, the Marlins, .075 isolated power just no pop on this team, just a 76 WRC plus as well. And the split matchup for Gossman is incredible in this spot. Gossman so far this season, the only thing that has given him a little bit of trouble is left-handed opponents. The Marlins just don't have that many left-handed bats. Jazz Chisholm at the top of the lineup is great. And he actually hit a leadoff home run in Friday's game, but the Marlins have the fewest left-handed plate appearances against right-handed pitching so far this season. They don't have the volume and they don't have the quality to really give Kevin Gosman any sort of trouble. So, I think this is a perfect matchup for Gosman. I love him at $7,600. I also like Pablo Lopez in this same game. Like the over under on the DraftKings sportsbook for this game is 7 runs. Like that is that is like generally reserved for like ace pitching against ace. Like just just as a point of reference. The Shane Bieber-Garrett Cole matchup is six and a half runs. So in the same stratosphere, we're talking about Gosman versus Pablo Lopez, and Lopez is just $6,900 on this slate. I could just say he has a 27.5% strikeout rate and stop. That's all you need to know. If someone's less than $7,000 and they have a 27% strikeout rate... They're viable. You can take a chance, especially against a Giants offense that I think is much, much better against left-handed pitching than it is against right-handed pitching. Also got a 3.56 FIP across 21.2 innings. He's been hit a little hard. Uh, He's given up some barrels. Don't get me wrong. It's it's not perfect. There's a reason he's not $9,000, but I like Pablo Lopez a lot in this spot. Also, Kyle Gibson. I'm not necessarily saying you have to play Kyle Gibson against the White Sox. Um, even though he has scored at least 27 DraftKings points in two of his last three starts. I'm more so just wanting to give like a little PSA. Don't stack against Kyle Gibson. I know he got roughed up in the first inning of his first start this season, but since that point, he's been amazing. And he has a 2.56 expected WOBA so far this season to kind of give you some semblance of where that puts him in the grand scope of the league. That is a lower expected WOBA than Joe Musgrove, who has a no-hitter so far this season. It's a lower expected WOBA than Aaron Nola, who I just talked about having an amazing year. So, again, you don't necessarily have to use Gibson because he's not the biggest strikeout threat. But at $6,600, I think he's viable. I'll have a couple shares. And I'm not really looking to attack with White Sox bats. The really nice part about... Kind of fading the top pitchers and using the Gosmans and the Lopez's and the Gibsons of the world, you've got tons of money to spend on your offense. And there's some obvious expensive stacks that you're really going to want to use. Philadelphia in Colorado against Sensatella. Sign me up. I, I want a lot of that. Um, Oakland, obviously, against Tom Eshelman. I mean, Eshelman's given up a 407 woba to left handed bats so far this season. So that means like Olsen, that means Jed Lowry. Um, it also, you know, Matt Chapman's fine if you want to get, uh, obviously if you want to get someone like Loriano. Your, your standard basic Oakland stack applies here. But I will say, if you're someone who maybe wants to take, um, you know, a Trevor Bauer and put him into your lineup and still get some exposure to the Oakland bats, if you fade Matt Olson, it's unfortunate that they both play the same position, but you've got someone like Mitch Moreland at $2,900. Uh, coming into Friday, had a 151 WRC plus against right-handed pitching so far this season, was amazing in 2020. He's batting fifth in this lineup every single time they face a right-handed pitcher. So yes, you can use Olsen, and yes, Olsen is the better player, but for a $2,000 savings, you can have 80% of the asset in Mitch Moreland. Like, he's he's really the key to this Oakland stack if you have to do it somewhat economically. Uh, and also, it goes without saying, but the Braves against Madison Bumgarner stack the Braves. You know, I, we don't really need to get too in-depth in that. And actually, that'll carry us right over to our Best Bets segment. Um, let's start with that Atlanta and Arizona game. Um, I like the over. Right now, it's set at nine runs. Uh, to take the over on the DraftKings Sportsbook, it is minus 122. Excuse me, minus 112. Uh, mad bum so far this season, 9.96 expected ERA. You go back to the start of last season, that's 13 starts. So, you know, not a huge sample, but a, a relatively sizable sample that we're dealing with at this point with Madison Bumgarner. He's going up 2.5 home runs per nine across those 13 outings. It's it's bad. He's just a shell of his former self, and you're going to want to attack him. This Braves lineup is back to full strength. Ozuna's back. Uh, Albies is back. They'd missed some time. So I think they're going to do their part. And the sneaky, nice side of this stack, and you can even exploit this a little bit in DFS, I mean, the Diamondbacks have been raking the last two and a half weeks. Um, they've got some guys in that lineup who have just been absolutely mashing, and specifically they've been thriving against left-handed pitching. They have a 151 WRC plus against lefties. That is the best mark in all of baseball. So Drew Smiley, you know, has some strikeout stuff. Don't get me wrong, but it could be a rough start for him as well. So I think both teams are going to be able to score enough where this gets over nine runs on Saturday. Also want to go back to that Miami game. Uh, Like I said, I like both sides of that pitching matchup. The number is so small that I don't necessarily want to bet the under, uh, the under seven, the the game total. But Miami's team total is three and a half runs. Uh, To bet the under, it's minus 136. Like I said, I think Gossman in this spot is incredible. I think the handedness splits really work in his favor, and I want to exploit that, so I think Miami scores fewer than three and a half runs. You could also talk me into no run in the first. That's minus 132, uh, because again, I think Pablo Lopez is also in a pretty good spot, and San Francisco and Miami, their offenses just don't enthuse me all that much, so I think, as I said, take your pick. Miami's team total, minus 136, or no run in the first minus 132. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of fantasy baseball picks and bets on the Mayo media network presented by prize picks. Once again, M M N MLB. If you want to have your first deposit matched up to $100 over at PrizePicks.com, I am Gary and Thorne. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode of the show. And I will catch you again next time.